intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, after her first victory, the alpha female, Jazzy Gaber. Jazzy, congratulations on your match. Hi, thank you so much, and thank you so much for having me again. Yes. How many times I was on your show? Um, This is the third time, right? Because you was on twice before. I believe it's three, number three. Yes, great. How have you been? I've been good. I've been. I'm in Wisconsin now, so I'm just getting used to everything out here. Um, the trees, the mosquitoes, uh, the food. But um, I'm adjusting really well in the Midwest, so it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a big difference than New York, isn't it? Ah, big difference. The di- um, the diversity, the food, uh, the people. You know, everybody's in a car. Nobody's walking. So different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um. I know. How's everything with you? Um, tell the people, um, how did you get into MMA? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people probably didn't even realize it, but, you know, you know, you had your first MMA fight. You was training for a long time. You won your first fight. Um, how, how's, how was training and getting into your um, MMA? How was it? Well, to be honest, I'm not training a long time. Um, I've been to MMA, like, MMA schools since I was in Japan in 2013. I started... But since I was at the Planet Eater gym, that's like a professional MMA camp where UFC fighters train, since then I understand that what I did before was just like fitness MMA. It was not real MMA, you know. Mm-hmm. And we thought, hey, this training is really hard. It must be like how the, tra- how the professional fighters train. But I was wrong. And basically I had a six-week crash course on how MMA fighters fight and you know, like in the six week, I learned absolutely so much, you know, like boxing and grappling and just everything. And it was very hard. It was very tough. I trained every day, two or three times a day. And yeah, I cried, I bleeded and I was sweating like hell. And I wasn't even sure, like three weeks before the fight, I was like, oh my God, can I do this? Like I'm getting always punched in the face from these people here. So how will I ever have a chance, you know? Mm-hmm. But then the last two weeks, it was pretty okay, you know, like, I, I didn't really stress out about it, I was pretty chill, and then when the day came, then it started off again, of course, being, like, extremely nervous, but yeah, like, I did, like, a six-week crash course doing MMA training like a proper fighter, and it was insane, and I cannot recommend it, <laughs> it freaking hurts. <laughs> oh. Oh, um, is there a difference training as a pro wrestler as opposed to training as an um as an MMA fighter? Um, well, the, the the cardio stuff is, I guess, the same. You know, like you have to have cardio as a fighter, but also as a pro wrestler. So I did jogging or sprinting or swimming every day, and then of course, like you know, like. It's not really different, it's just a different sport. Like, for wrestling, I do technical wrestling training, like, you know, wrist lock and hammer lock and all that stuff. And for boxing, we have the same work with boxing technique, you know, doing the jab and doing the, the, the hook and everything. So that was kind of the same, but if it was the sparring, definitely. We and wrestling do matches in training, but we don't do, like, in Japan, I did actually, we did the matches, like, serious matches, like, we would perform in front of the people but here in Europe or even America we never train this way you know but for sparring and boxing and MMA you do get 
punched real hard and you get knocked out if you don't protect yourself. So it's kind of the same but different. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, um, did you? Um, how much did you prepare against Manuela? Did you have like a game plan going in, or you know how you said you know you just really pretty much went into it? Um, um, how did you choose her as an opponent, or how did that come about? Uh, one day, my uh, I, there was a guy calling me. He's now my manager for MMA. Um, he called me. Oh yeah, like it started with this guy I met in wrestling. He was a referee, but then he started being a, a referee in kickboxing and MMA, and then he was more successful in that. So that's why I know, knew this guy. And then he asked me, "Hey, are you interested in MMA?" I said, "Oh." I don't know, you know, I like it. Maybe one day I will try. But I was not like really, you know, I didn't really say yes, of course. And then he gave my number to this guy who's my manager now, Tim Leidecker. And he's like the best in Europe and legit the best. Like he's doing the, the greatest matches and he's a uh, part of the um, Euro FC. Mm -hmm. And he called me up and he called me up like a half year ago. I was in Japan at that time. And he said, hey... Do you like to fight? And when I was in Japan, I was a little bit, you know, down because the stardom, they changed the direction and it wasn't, it wasn't even that what it was before. Now they, you know, concentrate on girls being all sexy, showing a lot of skin and, you know, doing more show style. And I was like a little bit disappointed because now me as the alpha female, I was not really needed there anymore. And so I knew this is going to the ending you know so I thought you know what why not try MMA you know try something new and I've been here in this wrestling, in this wrestling business since 15 years now so try something new just do it you know and to be honest when, when he called me I was like I was thinking yeah I can do it you know I, I took it a little bit like easy if you can say that I, I didn't really treated it as serious as it was mm -hmm. and when I started to go to this MMA camp and got first time really hard punched in the face I understand okay this is different this is difficult this is something really new and I should really take this serious now um, I know you know a lot of people um, from wrestlers transition you know the Brock Lesnar's um, CM Punk now yourself um do you have a lot more respect being in the octagon now than you did before as a as an MMA fighter? I do feel so that people respect me more, but I always had a lot of respect from the people uh -huh. you know in my and, and and who I call my friends. Yeah. Um. You know, I I think there's a big difference between me and many of the other people out there. I do really not care what people think or say about me. Uh -huh. I know the fact that there are a lot of people who don't like me, you know, just because, you know, whatever. Maybe they don't like my look, maybe they don't like how I'm working, but, you know, it's not their business, it's my business, and I'm doing what I'm doing, and I didn't go in Octagon to prove anything to my haters, and not even prove anything to my fans, because my fans know who I am. My fans know, you know, why they like me. And I did it for myself, you know, I wanted to prove myself that I can do it. And also, of course, a little bit I want to inspire people. I mean, seriously, if you have something in your head and you have a dream and you really work hard for it, you know, like a lot of discipline, a lot of hard work you have to put in it, then I do actually believe you can do anything you want. Mm -hmm. Anything. Like, what 
whatever, if you want to fly to the moon, if you really take the steps forward and you're willing to work hard for it, I do believe that you can actually do it. Yeah, it's amazing because I talk to a lot of people, you know, besides yourself and other people who are in a part of the entertainment industry about following your passion, following your dream, because, you know, everybody knows they're meant to be put on this earth to do something. Even if, if your passion is to be a mailman, if your passion is to be a cop, you know, whatever your passion yeah, is, yeah. you follow it and you do yes. it. Um, um, you, you know, achieving what you achieved from coming to America, wrestling in TNA, you know, um, wrestling for stardom, wrestling for all these promotions. Um, do you feel you have more to achieve in life? Is there another passion you want to do or MMA is the new passion for you right now? You want to continue to continue to go forward? I can tell you for sure that MMA is not my new passion. It freaking hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it's a lot of hard work and, I have to be honest, and, and I know for a fact I'm not the best MMA fighter, and I probably never will be. I mean, you have to be you have to be honest about it. There are girls out there who train since they're little, since they're like 12 or whatever, mm-hmm. and I just started. I mean, I'm 34 years old woman, you know, yeah. and I just started like recently. I, I can never, you know, be on a top level. I, I like... Of course, in UFC, there's not my weight division, but even if there was, I would be really foolish to to think that I can go there, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe, like, if I really, really, really hardly want it, I can have a go there and, you know, maybe lose, whatever. But that's not really my passion. That's not what I really, from my heart, want. I wanted to go one time in the octagon and just prove myself that I'm able to do stuff. Um, I have some more wishes, you know, something like climbing the Mount Everest. That's like one of my biggest dreams. Um, of course, now I say it's kind of impossible because of the money, but you never know. Like, if you really, really want it, there will be some coincidences, whatever, and I will get the money together, you know. And I want to do bodybuilding contests, and um, that's like one of my dreams I can achieve, you know, even a high age. Like, there's girls and women out there, they're more over 50, and they have, like, two or three kids, and they're still bodybuilders. So there's, you know, like, I have, like, little goals I will follow from time to time. But sure, there's uh, some dreams for wrestling are there still. I really, really want to wrestle for Lucha Underground. It's one of my dreams. I would love to go to New Japan, just have, like, a match, being a manager or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and of course, WWE is still a big dream, but... Uh, I don't know, it's not in my hand, I will give my best, you know, I will work still hard and maybe one one day they think I'm worthy or I don't know, there's a spot for me. Um, Yeah, I do still have a lot of dreams coming on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know um, you talk about like the TNA and the WWE. They, you know, from the time we talked back then, like everything is like going in a different direction now. I don't know if you watch TNA or follow WWE now, but um, what do you think of both products at this point? Unfortunately, I have to say, I not really follow them. Uh-huh. I, I see here and there something going on, you know, when I watch on Facebook. I know that the Hardy's doing really great at the moment, you know, the gimmick. Um, was there delete, delete? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I really love Maxa boy. He's so cute, you know. That's yeah. why I sometimes see what's going on. But not really. I know, of course, of Charlotte and Sasha, and I hear of Becky Lynch. You know, these, these news you just hear, but really following, I don't do that, though. Gotcha. Um, 
now since you know you've had you know your your goal in MMA, you know you did you know you did what a lot of people talk about they want to do, but you actually did it. Um, going back to MMA, one you know I know you shared it from my post when I was watching it at the um, Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, what did you think of uh, CM Punk's MMA debut? We have to say we really have to respect it. Like, yes. you know, UFC is like really hard. Like, it's like they're the best fighters in the world. Like, when you start to be an MMA fighter, you know, like my trainer always said, you have to train three years to be, you know, to first time to get in the cage, and then you're like a total beginner, and then you have to work at least, you know, like win at least five or six matches in the independent scene, basically. And if you can do that, then you maybe get a shot at UFC and maybe he can survive there, you know. But now look at CM Punk, he trained like two years and then he was already at this really high level. Like, I don't know what he thought, if he really thought he could win or anything, but it's tough. It's, it's really brave to go in the ring or an octagon like that. The only thing I really didn't like but, you know, it's his his business, but I didn't like that he didn't shake the hand of the opponent because no matter what, you have to respect your opponent. He worked really hard too, and, you know, how why do you disrespect him? MMA, mixed martial art, it's all about respect. It's all about discipline, you know, and there are some, how you say, black sheeps out there who disrespect the sport, you know, and that's why we have it so hard in the media to get around. Like, look at France, for example. They they banned, like, it's illegal to have an MMA show there or having an MMA fight there. So, yeah, I mean, I respect him really, definitely, and I watched the fight. It was brutal. I felt really sorry for him. But, yeah, I, I respect him a lot doing this. Yeah. Um. Is the MMA in um Europe different from the MMA in the um MMA in the um United States, or is it kind? Is it similar? Different rule structure? No, it's absolutely the same. Like sometimes even the UFC coming to Europe, I think they want to do it now twice a year. Um. Just I, it was not even a month or something. Like yeah. on what was it November? I can I don't know. <laughs> they came to us uh, and they watched and the UC was in Hamburg and I watched it. It was pretty cool. I kind of missed the entertainment factor, but that's because I'm a wrestler, I guess. I missed you know the big show when I coming in, you know, yeah. doing all fancy stuff. Um, but yeah, it was entertainment. My trainer Peter Sabata, he did an amazing fight, and it was also the fight of the night. And he won his match, so he motivated everyone, you know, and. He was really successful on the show where I wrestled, uh, wrestled the show where I fought. Um, there were four of us, yeah. four of the Planet Air team, and we all won. So it was amazing. My team is really good. And, yeah, it's the same in America. Like, even my trainer right now, he's in, he's in Florida and training there. Um, here in Europe or here in Germany especially, we don't have as much really good fighters. Uh, we're on the way. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, your body looks totally different now, and you got new ink on your arm. Um, do you, yes. Yeah, do you feel um, more, uh, I, I don't know, you, you're, you're a healthy woman, but do you feel more healthier, or do you feel like you're carrying less weight now? Or? I feel so skinny. Oh my god, I had to lose 10 kilos for the fight because usually I'm 95 kilo, but the fight was set on 85. Oh, and I feel so skinny. My arms are so skinny and I can't wait to hit the gym again, you know. Um, I will start Monday again, but 
I will make it official now. I have another fight coming up. Wow. And I start I start tomorrow the, the you know the training for it. I, I have a boxing trainer now here in Hamburg and as soon as you know like 6 to 8 weeks before the fight I'm going to get back to the Planet Eater camp mm-hmm. because then the intense training will start again but from now on I will train boxing because the girl I'm going to face she's uh, really strong on the ground so I maybe have only chance knocking her out so let's see that but yeah there's one more fight and probably the last fight but this fight that was originally my plan i really want to do it and yeah tomorrow starts the training again for uh, thank god it's open weight class so therefore i can start building muscles up again and yeah right now i feel so skinny but i have a lot of stamina right now Mm -hmm. like i was jogging every day so i do feel healthier but yeah, skinny like crazy. But I'm so big. But you know, compared <laughs> to what I was before, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm skinny. <laughs> <laughs> um, who who are you fighting? I don't want to say that now, but okay. as soon as the contract is signed, it will make big waves. I think. Okay. Okay. Wow. And this fight is going to take place in Europe, right? Again? No, no, not in Europe. Oh, in the United States. I don't want to say too okay, much. Okay, 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 no problem, no problem. Well, it, it's going to happen next... I will tell, tell you in a private conversation. Oh, okay, okay, no problem, but is it going to happen this year or next year? Can you say that? Next year. Next year? Okay. This year's already over, yeah, like, yeah. we have only two more months. Okay. Um, you know, like a fighter, like a real professional fighter in MMA, he should not do more fights than two or three in a year. So you have like at least three, four months between these fights. First of all, you need to recover. You know, that's a lot of stress you put to your body. And for example, this fight I had, I had like 10 really hard punches and I I got a concussion from it. And right now I still have a headache and I have, you know, sometimes I forget things. Oh my God. So I have to recover from that, you know, and then I can concentrate on the next big thing. Oh, did you go check yourself out of the hospital? Is everything okay? Oh, of course not. I'm a wrestler. But, you know, like, <laughs> I should have rested a little bit more, but now I'm working with WXW Germany. Yeah. And we have, like, every weekend two or three shows. So, therefore, right after my fight, you know, I went to the next shows. I had three matches there. Um, yeah, and there's just no recovery time. That that little bit sucks, to be honest. And my MMA fighter, uh, my trainer here, he's not a big fan. Like, even my manager, Tim, he said, we're not big fans that you're doing this wrestling in between. I say you should, if you want this, you should really just concentrate on MMA. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, I really don't want to disappear for two or three months only for training. And, you, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't want it. I can't. I need attention I guess and yeah. you know I took all these bookings and I don't want to let people down I'm not this kind of person who cancel bookings or anything so I will still do these wrestling fights you know um, and you know try to do both in one <laughs> yeah hey if Bobby Lashley could do it for Bellator you could do it as well is he doing is he doing Bellator and TNA at the same time? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's the status with TNA. Uh, I don't know what tapings they have, but he was doing. I think he just had a fight for Bellator not too long ago. But um, yeah, he's doing Bellator and TNA. Yeah, he's crazy. I, I'm really looking like how you say. I look it up to him. I really 
He's, he's in tremendous shape. I see some training videos of him. Like, I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, yeah. He's a tremendous athlete. And, you know, it, it's weird because he was in WWE for a long time. He got his fan following there. But I think TNA, he became more of a character. Like, you know, then he showed his showmanship and he showed a little bit of more character than he did in WWE, you know? I think many many of the ex-WWE wrestlers have that. I mean, look at, for example, my favorite. He, I know him from, from France. We toured many times together. His real name is Tom LaRuffa, but I don't know his TNA name. Frackers or something. The, the okay. French guy, you know? French, um... Do you know? No, I don't, I don't know. know. I'll, I'll probably look it up later after this. I don't, I don't know. It was, uh, it's not Bram, right? No, not Bram. No, I'm trying to... No, he wasn't, he wasn't WWE NXT, and he never really got his break. He yeah. was there, like, for five years. Yeah. No, got released, and then he went to TNA straight away. And he's doing a good job. He's looking awesome, and he can show his full potential, you know? And yeah. I think many ex-WWE wrestlers have that, you know? Yeah, that's true. You know, um, the thing is, there's so many wrestlers out there, and there's a lot of wrestlers out there who are, like, in independent scenes or different promotions that they don't have the spotlight or, you know, the the camera spotlight on, on them, like WWE or TNA, but there's a lot of great talent that's out there, especially, like, yourself, you know? Um, I wanted to ask you, Jazzy, um, do you feel... Um, right now, you say you're still passionate about wrestling. You still want to do wrestling. Do you feel there's a winding down period for you for wrestling? Or you can see yourself doing this another two more years? Or I don't know, to be honest. Yeah, I feel a little bit tired of it. You know, um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. You know, let's see what's coming. As I say, I have this MMA thingy going on now, so I'm concentrating on that. I have a lot of fun in WXW, and I just a recent weekend, I was in Switzerland, I won a championship, and there was, Al Snow was there, and then I went to Exposure Wrestling in Wales, and I met Scott Hall, and I had a good match there too, so, then you know, I have like these little sparks when it comes back, you know, and I love the people in this business, you know, who are my friends, and you know, so how can I ever say no to them? Like my fans, for example, I call them family already. They drove six hours just to see me, you know, to wrestle, and then one hour afterwards. And how in the world you get this, you know? Like mm -hmm. I worked so hard, and I gave my fans everything I had, and I still do. And I think they appreciate it a lot, and they give so much back to me, and it's all worth it for that, you know? So how can I ever think to quit this stuff? Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing that, you know, you know, you're doing what you love, and also you you are going into a new adventure in MMA. And you know, for a lot of people in life, it's hard juggling one thing. But to juggle two things with the risk of injury in wrestling, because there's a lot of risk in wrestling. Well, there's risk in MMA as well, but there's a tremendous more risk in wrestling. And you're still doing it. it says a lot about you. Um, you know, it's freaking scary for me too, and sometimes I don't know how to do it by myself, you know. When I went to this camp, I lived in a trailer, and, you know, till the end of the time, it, it was really cold, and I got a, I got a cold, you know, and I, sometimes, you know, you just have to do things, you know, you just have to do it. They're, they don't think about it. Like, yeah, you will be scared, and yes, it's stressful, and I'm struggling with money so much, you know, like... I wish sometimes I had a normal job to have a regular income, you know, but, mm -hmm. you know, like, we just live once in a freaking life. <laughs> like, yeah. we can die 
any day, you know, so yeah. just there to do something, there to live, you know, like what, what, what is the meaning to be alive if you just go every day to your job, you know, I mean, of course, I can understand if you have a kid, if you have a family, it's a bit different, I don't have that, you know, I choose not to have that, yeah. so everybody has to choose, you know, what mm -hmm. they want, and mm -hmm. I just say there, there's yeah. something, don't yeah. be afraid, yeah. you know, of course, many things can go wrong, but also many things can go right, it's just there. Yeah, so you don't have no drama, no boyfriends, no, no, no kind of drama like that, you're just by yourself? Uh, well, I wish I had a little bit drama. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm still searching, of course, but oh my God. <laughs> just just gave me uh, a nudge twice this weekend. He said, just go randomly up to any guy in a bar you you like, you know, and tell him I can burp the alphabet. You know, and he said, you will definitely get a date out of that. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure you must. A lot of guys must come up to you in the gym or anything like that. You don't even get any attention. Oh, like, no? Nothing. Oh my! They stare at me. But <laughs> no, nobody's coming up. I think they're trying to figure out like what the hell is she doing. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Maybe, maybe it's because I'm always on my focus. You know, maybe it's always I'm so concentrating doing whatever I do. You know, like. I mean, you have to, <laughs> I try now, that's like my new little goal for myself, to put my phone away more often, because I'm constantly on the phone and, and doing interviews, doing answers, trying to get booking and, and stuff like that, so I'm constantly on my phone, you know, or trying to promote myself, uh, yeah. and when I'm not on the phone, I'm in the gym, like, right now, I'm doing like three times a a day training, you know, in the morning, I do the, the sparring, no, no, the, 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 what is it, technical training? Yeah. And, like, in daytime, I do this, the, the gym training, and nighttime, I do the sparring. And in between, you know, I try to find food. <laughs> yeah. And there's just, there's just not much time to concentrate on people around me. And I don't write many of my friends, for example, they need to write me, but they understand, like, it's not that I don't like them, it's not that I'm so egoistic, you know, or arrogant, mm -hmm. it's just, I have so many stuff going on and, you know, I, if they keep in touch with me, I'm really happy about it. And, mm -hmm. you know, of course I think about them, but sometimes I just don't have the time, you know, to yeah. call them or anything. Yeah. It's a little bit complicated, but yeah, one day I hope someone will just take my phone and say, hey, can you look and speak to me? You know, <laughs> something like this. <laughs> That's like the, the perfect scenario. Yeah. But yeah, let's see. One day the perfect man will show up. Yeah, that's true. I can't. I, I just can't believe you're you're still by yourself. That's you know, so you're an amazing woman. So I'm surprised that you know, no man has no alpha male has come around your life. You know, <laughs> uh, they have no balls. I should get the balls together and just speak to me, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think after this interview, some people will write me. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah. Probably after they hear this, they're gonna say, you know what? You want somebody that has the balls to come up to me and say something. You know, so that's. Men out there hear this and just go up to Jazzy, and she and she doesn't bite yeah. unless you ask, right? <laughs> yeah. <true. laughs> um, are you planning getting? Right. Are you planning getting any more ink on your body, or that's it for now? Oh yes, totally. Oh my God, I want my whole body inked. Um, and and the cool stuff was this guy who tattooed me. He wrote me right after my fight. He asked me, "Do you want a free tattoo?" Wow. Like who's who's asking that? So I'm like. Um, excuse me, you know, and then I was checking out his work and it was 
freaking brilliant. So I'm asking him, why would you do that? You know, and he say, first of all, I'm a fan of you. Second of all, it's a gift because you won your fight. And of course, he gets promotion too. Yeah. So we meet up and he did it. And you know, it's so much money worse. If I had to pay for it, it would have cost me at least a thousand bucks. Wow, for that so piece? I, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, and it's... He, it, it was a long time and you know like it's really quality work you know with the shadows and everything and yeah and he was really cool dude I had a good conversation with him and he said if I'm around in his town again then we definitely do more you know yeah. so I can't wait for that oh that's amazing Jazzy Jazzy and my final question to you is I think I asked you this before but I want to ask you this again um, what would the Jazzy of today tell the Jazzy of yesterday Oh, wow, that's a really good question. Um, I would say to her, don't worry, relax, have fun. Definitely have a lot of fun out there. Go out there and don't care what the people say. I'm telling you, there are some horrible people out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't focus on that. I don't care. I know they're miserable. I know there's some issues by themselves. And when I was younger, I, I cried a lot for that. But now I don't care anymore. Um, yeah, that's what I want to say myself. Don't worry, have fun out there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. Just be you, Jazzy. Just be you. Definitely. <laughs> Jazzy, so you, um, you have anything else coming up besides the MMA fight? Are you doing any wrestling? On... I do a lot of wrestling. Go to WXW Germany, WX now. You can watch me fighting there. You can watch freaking amazing talents we have over here. Tony Storm, um... David Stars at the moment over here. We have Paul London here. So you can all watch it on WXW now um, and support me there by watching it and telling them how awesome I am so I can work many more times with them. And support my favorite German wrestler, Jazzy Gabriel, in anything she does. Jazzy, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you, fans, for listening to it. And see you down the road. Yep, and I hope everybody was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.